Welcome to The Business Strategist, the show that gives business owners and entrepreneurs game-changing business strategies that can be used in scaling and transforming a business. Sharing deep dive conversations with industry experts, thought leaders and clients, facing real challenges and uphill struggles. Brought to you by business strategist, former elite athlete, international speaker and best-selling author, Adam Strong. Everybody and welcome to the business strategist with myself, Adam Strong. And today I want to ask you actually a quick question before we jump into today's show. But if you're on LinkedIn, this is going to be very relevant to you. Have you ever thought about how you could achieve a top voice, which is a blue badge or a gold top contributing badge on your LinkedIn profile? Have you ever thought about how to do that? Now, the great thing about this before we jump into this uh, around the whole badges thing is I'm going to share with you guys about how you can achieve your top voice badge, uh, whether it be the gold one or the blue one. We're going to discuss about how you can go about doing that. But before we get into today's show, I want to just quickly say, if you're listening to me live, use the hashtag live, use the hashtag replay. If you're listening to me on the podcast, then amazing. Because, um, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be sharing you some absolute value bombs about how you can go about achieving a top voices badge on your LinkedIn profile. So for you guys that are listening in, by the way, um, if you're not following me over on LinkedIn, by the way, feel free to do so. Follow me over on LinkedIn. Uh, you can follow my profile, Adam Strong, of course. Uh, we'll put all the show description notes and also any of my social media social media links below as well that will help to connect with you. You can reach out, say hi if you have any questions or whatever it is. So today's show is all about how to get your badge on LinkedIn. Now, why is this so important? Let me just give you some clarification because I talked very much about why uh, this year in particular is all about the year of personal branding, right? So if you want to stand out from the crowd, if you want to, if you want to position yourself as the go-to expert leader, thought leader in your industry, then I would endorse you to focus on doubling down on your personal brand. Now, let's just talk a little bit about this because a having a badge on your LinkedIn profile not only does it enhance your personal brand and your credibility, LinkedIn prep LinkedIn actually indexes your profile higher than everyone else, okay? When you put out content, when you're contributing, when you're engaging, right? LinkedIn loves that and they see that, all right? So I want to kind of give you a bit of an insight about there's two types of badges here, ladies and gents, all right? Now we've got the blue badge, which is called the top voice badge. This is the badge that I have and it's by invitation only, what does that mean? It means that you'll get an email from LinkedIn if you contribute towards the platform, okay? And you get a special email from them saying, hey, we believe that you are a thought leader. You are the go-to expert. It's normally for, um, it's normally for like CEOs. It's normally for senior leaders. It's normally for people that have a higher level of knowledge. And it used to be what we call the influencer program, but they merged the two programs together. So now it's called the top voice badge or top voice program. And it's by invitation only. All right. 
So senior level leaders and experts, if you're in that field, then guess what? You could be offered the opportunity. But like I said, it is seen by the LinkedIn experts from LinkedIn, okay? They will look at your profile. They will see how you contribute, you engage and stuff like that. And they will then make a decision based on that. So it's not saying that you can apply for. It's not something that you can do. You just have to get lucky, right? <laughs> but the other thing that I wanted to just share with you actually is that LinkedIn actually have another badge called the gold badge. I call it the gold badge, right? Now, this is a lot easier to achieve and get, all right? So again, depending on what your area of expertise is, depending on what you're uh, seen as a thought leader in, whether it be in project management, whether it be in coaching or consulting, on lead generation, whether it be in graphic design, whatever it might be, okay? Pick a particular field, all right? So I'm going to give you guys um, seven steps about how you could go about getting your gold badge on LinkedIn. Now, like I said to you guys, this is great from a personal branding perspective, okay? And I want to quickly share a few things, if I may, with regards to making sure that number one is that you're staying relevant, but number two is that you have the opportunity to be invited to the Blue Badge uh, Top Voice program, but also to be able to invite it to the Gold Badge program as well. So I want to just quickly share some best practices that's worked for me. Uh, and listen, I want to quickly say this really, really quickly, okay? If this, if you're listening to me, all right, right now, okay, and you're looking for a, uh, a, a, a should, should we say, a shortcut, and, and, and you think that I'm going to give you the secret to, to getting that top voice badge, you're wrong, okay? So I want to quickly share something really, really important because I've been on LinkedIn for probably the best part since, oh, I'd say 2011, right? So it's been a, about 13 years. And, it, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that I have the most followers. I wouldn't say that at all. But quality over quantity is so important, all right? So I want to quickly share with you guys about some best practices that I have found which would help you and position you in maybe being seen on LinkedIn a bit better. So would that be would that be good? So I hope that you've got a pen and paper handy wherever you're listening to this, okay? Because I hope that what I'm about to share with you is really going to help you in creating extra visibility impact and also uh, engagement lead generation, right? So let me just quickly share the first one. So my first uh, best practice on LinkedIn is making sure that your profile is optimized 100%. What do I mean by that? So when you go into LinkedIn, okay, you'll be able to see there's a, a percentage bar, okay? And it will say if you've got an all-star profile, uh, etc. But you want to make sure that the whole profile is set at a, it, it, it's completed 100%. All right. So that's really, really important, actually. Now, we've done some previous episodes on how to optimize your LinkedIn profile. What I endorse you do, go back, re-listen to those, because there's some great golden nuggets that you can pick up from, uh, from my sessions on those. Uh, the other thing I was going to say to you as well, uh, and there are, there are some great resources as well, but making sure that, you know, you've got a great headline, you've got, you know, just the basics, right? The basics, I'm going to quickly show you with you the basics, making sure you've got a profile picture, which is clear. People can see your face, all right? Very, very important. 
Um, your headline has got a, a, an enticing hook of what you actually do in, in, in less than a paragraph, okay? And also you've got a profile background image uh, as well on LinkedIn as well. If you're not sure how about doing that, Canva is a great tool where you can create LinkedIn banners uh, and put, you know, you can go to my profile, you can take a little look about what those profile links are as well. But what I would endorse you to do is to think about people in your industry, okay? Think about your competitors, think about your people that come to your mind and think, wow, they've got a great profile, they've got a lot of followers, whatever it is, but think about people in your industry, okay? Think about what exactly do they have? What exactly can you emulate? Not copy, but emulate, right? What can you learn from their profiles, okay? So you don't have to just learn from my profile. Learn to people. Learn with people in your specific type of industry, okay? Because if it works for them, then it's going to work for you, all right? Very important. So optimizing your LinkedIn profile 100% is absolutely key, all right? So profile picture is a basic completing a headline, okay, making sure that that creates curiosity and there's a great hook as well. Um, uh, what I would endorse you to do, and this is just kind of, again, you don't have to, but I would highly endorse you is to activate content creation mode or content creator mode, okay? What this does, again, uh, LinkedIn love content creators, of course, because they're seen as educational and inspirational, they're educating their audience on the platform. And you know what? The great thing about LinkedIn is that it has over a billion members, right? So it's like a playground. It's like a big, massive yellow pages on a global scale. So, you know, not being funny, it's like probably it is the most uh, seen platform for, the, from, uh, for professionals and businesses more specifically. Um, so just got to make sure that those things are you know, just make sure that those things are in place, okay? Optimizing your profile, uh, making sure that there's clarity in what you do, because when people type your name in, say, uh, say I was interested in your in, in, in what you do and what you specialize in. I had a problem and I had a challenge, right? And I came across your profile. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to see how Googleable you are. All right, I'm going to see. I'm going to see when I type your name into Google. I'm going to see if you come up, right? I need to see if you're a somebody. Okay, I want to see if you say who you say you are, okay? And what tends to happen is that LinkedIn is the first thing or one of the first platforms that actually come up when it comes to your name. Um, and it, that's what I love about the platform, okay? So if it's optimized correctly, uh, you've got some good recommendations on there, you've got some endorsements on there, and, you know, and you're contributing towards the platform. This is absolute best practice. Now, one of the things that, uh, I do in particular, me and my team, is what I tend to do is on a Sunday evening, I plan what roughly what I'd like to do in terms of contribution. So I'm not, I don't really, uh, and, and again, we could kind of like, this is my, just my opinion, of course. Now, Gary Vaynerchuk, who I absolutely love the guy, I think he's amazing. He would say to you that you've got to be on every single platform and post three times a day. Me, I think it's too overwhelming for a lot of people. I think a lot of people find it particularly hard to even post once a day, let alone three times a day. And, you know, being able to create new content or coming up with new content, okay, can be really hard for people if you're just starting out. So one of the things that I do in terms of like content creation planning and stuff like that is like, for example, on a Sunday evening, like I don't, even though 
interesting, I, I ran a poll just uh, over a week ago and I said, is LinkedIn a Monday to Friday platform, right? And people, and I think 20% said it was a Monday to Friday platform and 80% said it wasn't, okay? So interestingly enough, on Sunday evenings now, what I tend to do, uh, and we kind of came to this conclusion that it was like on LinkedIn at the weekends is that there's not much networking and engagement happening. Uh, but one of the things I started doing actually on Sunday night is just running a, a really simple poll, right? Sunday evenings, uh, that's whatever time zone you're in, of course, um, gets a lot of engagements initially because people are just scrolling, just chilling out and whatever it is. Um, and it's not really, and again, I'm not looking at vanity metrics. I'm looking at how I can contribute, right? How I can educate. And I, I love people's opinions and feedback. It's, I value that highly. Um, and what I tend to do actually during the week is I'll have like, for example, I'll succinct this with the podcast, of course, so you're listening on the podcast, is what I tend to do is every other week, I'll have the business strategist newsletter that goes out. So there'll be some uh, contributing educational based uh, uh, content in the newsletter once every other week, I would say. Um, one of the things that I found useful as well is creating a carousel based on a particular topic. I think this this week, actually, I wrote uh, a very interesting carousel, um, <laughs> which is a bit kind of like showing my vulnerability type thing, but it's all about the fear of not being enough, right? So I created a carousel and I shared my story in the carousel, all right? So I might pick a particular topic that, again, is kind of, you know, based on your uh, niche or niche, if you like, or specialism, okay? So I just talked a little bit about fear because a lot of the clients that I'm dealing with in terms of business owners and leaders that want to scale up, fear is one of the biggest things that holds people back, right? So I thought I'd create that carousel, which would be very thought-provoking. And and so what I tend to do is once a week, I'll do like a carousel based on a particular topic. Um, what's the other thing I tend to do? Uh, tech space, of course. So again, maybe sharing sort of 10, 5, 10, 15 tips or advice about around a particular topic, for example, and again, I tend to mix it up with some emojis as well, just to kind of break up the sentences and things. So that tends to work pretty well as well. Um, also, you know, creating, having a, a very simple image with a few words as well can also can help create that engagement. Because again, I find that a picture tells a thousand words. You would have heard that before, right? So a, a photo or an image tells a thousand words. And I always like taking images that creates curiosity okay so it creates okay well yeah i never thought about that type of thing or you know um, and again we're trying to when we're, when i'm posting i'm very mindful of who cares and what is it gonna what what do i what am i giving to the reader right it's about the reader okay it's not about me it's about the reader what can i do for them how can i serve them okay so again i'm being very mindful of that um, the other thing I, I, which I haven't mentioned yet is, uh, contributing articles. So, uh, we'll talk about that actually in a second or so collaborative articles that are basically AI generated, uh, articles that you can contribute as a thought leader in a particular, uh, topic or field. Okay. So what I tend to do is I tend to contribute to the strategy or business strategy, um, 
collaborative articles. So there might be a, a bit around that as well, as well as making sure that I'm engaging and liking uh, other people's posts and supporting their cause uh, as well for being on LinkedIn as well. So w- that's basically what I have found has worked particularly well uh, for, um, you know, optimization and stuff. But I wanted to kind of jump ship here as well, because there's a lot of information that I'm giving you here, right? Um, I wanted to just share with you about how you can achieve the the gold uh, badge on LinkedIn, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is actually a much easier way to build up your personal brand and your profile on LinkedIn as well. So how do you achieve the gold badge? Okay, so as I mentioned to you, LinkedIn have what we call collaborative articles, all right? And on the collaborative articles, it, again, pick pick whatever topic that you is relevant to you. So if you are a project manager, then you would contribute to ta- topics on project management, right? If you are a business strategist like me, you would contribute to articles on strategy, for example. If you are a lead generation expert, you might contribute articles on social media or anything to do with lead generation, right? So making sure that you are contributing to collaborative articles. And I, again, there isn't kind of what I say a ballpoint ball point figure here, but I would say at the, at the go-to start is that you could, and there are hundreds, if not thousands of collaborative articles that you can contribute towards, okay, on a given particular topic. But it's, I want to, again, share best practices with you guys about how you can achieve that. So get your pen and paper handy if you haven't already got it, but I want to quickly share with you. So choose, first of all, choose a top voices skill. All right. And I've mentioned that to you, whether it be project management, whether it be graphic design, whatever it is. Okay. Social media, et cetera, et cetera. So choose that top voice uh, skill. All right. And if you're not sure how to do it, go on to Google, uh, go on to Google and it will actually index the article on LinkedIn from the LinkedIn education thing. Okay, so that's the first thing. Secondly, contribute. Very important. Pick a pick an article and contribute. Now, you've got to make sure that it is your opinion. Okay, because it doesn't have to be subjective. It's your opinion. Okay, people are looking for your opinion. They're looking for your perspective on a particular given field. All right. Um, Best practice number three is be real, okay? And the best way to be real is, again, yes, sharing your perspective, but I like to use real life experiences. So what have I had, what have you experienced? What have I experienced, okay? What have you found that works for you and your clients, for example? But also it's what's really good is also to share uh, case studies as well. Case studies are a really good one as well. So case studies, um, which is, again, so people aren't judging you. It's a great place to share your opinions and perspective. All right, people are gonna, really going to um, really going to attract to that. Um, number four, best practice is to contribute. That means liking other people's contributions as well, potentially engaging with that as well, supporting their cause as well. LinkedIn loves that, by the way. They linked. They love it that you champion others. Okay, because that's what success is about. It's about helping others achieve their goals and objectives. Okay, and you will do the same. Okay, so that's best practice number four. Best practice number five is be consistent. So when I say about being consistent, like don't just go onto LinkedIn right now, go find your top voice skill, start contributing and go all out and do 
25 contributions. That's not, and then don't post anything for like three, four weeks. It's not going to happen. Okay. So the best thing to do is that if you're first starting out and you're trying to find your feet with everything is to contribute, like, you know, find an article and maybe contribute like every other day or once a day, right? You don't need to do like many articles and many contributions, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. It's all about quality over quantity. Okay. Very, very important. Okay. So every other day or every day, just to go in and see what articles have been written and what perspective can you shine a light on that? All right. So that's very, very important. Being consistent. Now, the other thing I was going to say in terms of best practice number six is being insightful. So what do I mean by that is the gold badge is, once the gold badge is awarded to you, it is awarded to you for 60 days. Now, if you want to keep that gold badge beyond 60 days, you have to obviously make sure that you go through all the best practices that I'm sharing with you, okay? All of the things that I've just shared with you, of course. Uh, but just to be, again, be insightful and offer insight. So if your contributions on collaborative articles and people are like, you know, either engaging with it or uh, so there's different emojis on LinkedIn and there's a, what we call an insightful badge uh, or insightful emoji, for example. If people are seeing that insightful, then again, LinkedIn are going to see that. They're going to see that you are a contributor and what you are is resonating with the LinkedIn audience, okay? And then number seven, once you've actually got your gold badge or blue badge, whatever, uh, make sure that you shout out from the rooftops, okay? And say, hey, I got my gold badge, I got my blue badge, or et cetera, because it is a big deal. I mean, seriously, it's a big deal. No, it doesn't pay bills. No, it doesn't do those things. But what it does, it's an extra layer, okay? It's an extra layer to your personal brand because, again, you know, when people find your profile, when people start following you on LinkedIn, okay, when people start seeing you, they're going to be, they're going to, it's going to be much easier because you're building up a level of trust with them, okay? And again, I talk about this, I harped on about this in 23, is trust is the number one currency of today, okay? Because the more trust that you have with your audience, the easier it is for them, for you to close a sale with them. Okay, or for you to convert them into a lead. Okay, and again, it's all about the time is right. Okay, it's all about timing, ladies and gents. Okay, so I hope that has helped give you some ideas about the blue badge, top voice badge, and how to achieve the gold badge on LinkedIn, and uh, and why. And some of the, and again, I share some of the best practices with you. If you're, if you, again, if you're not sure about what those best practices are, rewind this recording, re-listen to it, okay? If you're not following me over on LinkedIn, I'm going to put all the uh, social media links below, of course. Make sure you please do, please do so that, and share this recording with someone that you feel would really help with their personal brand, okay? It's very, very important. I want to get this information out to as many people as I can. Because again, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to educate and inspire basically in a nutshell. So I hope that today's session has been insightful and valuable to you guys. And, and uh, hopefully I will be able to hear from you. And I, again, I'd love to hear back from you guys. If you want to drop me an email, uh, my email is hello at adamstrong.net. as hello at adamstrong.net for any questions, of course. 
And I'll be more than happy to do that with you and ask any questions or whatever it is. So listen, hope today's been of, uh, of substance and uh, looking forward to connecting with you. Make sure that you check out. So if, you, if this is the first time, by the way, you're listening to the podcast, congratulations. Make sure that you subscribe and you leave a five-star review uh, either on Apple or on Spotify and that kind of stuff. So listen, hope today's been of use and hopefully we'll see you again up on the next business strategies. Take care, speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Business Strategist with Adam Strong. Follow Adam on LinkedIn, YouTube, and adamstrong.net. Leave a review on Apple or Spotify.